0: We're talking with uh, Joe Ritchie, uh, a longtime resident of Caho's most of his life actually in the Saratoga site uh, housing complex across the railroad tracks from the Norlight hazardous waste incinerator and, and leader of the uh, local lights out norlight group that's been fighting in to both clean up the facility and, and to get it shut down but uh, Joe, I understand you know even though I know the lights Out norlight has gotten involved in joining the a lawsuit that the uh, New York State DEC and Attorney General have filed, filed against Norlite as a public nuisance, particularly for dust emissions. Uh, you are now involved in trying to get the city council to pass a law to try to change how they're dealing with the uh, toxic ash from the facility?
1: Yes, that's right. Um, we're trying to get the the city of Cahos to enact a law that would prevent Norlite from mixing in their hazardous waste ash, which is their waste material from their hazardous waste incineration. And it can include things like mercury and different heavy metals and silica dust. Um, We're trying to get the city to prevent Norlite from mixing this product into their product uh, because of its toxicity. And already the EPA has ruled that this exemption named the Bevel Amendment uh, can no longer apply However, the DEC has really slowed down this process in recent years and uh, is looking to let them have it as long as they want to. Um, recently, they've taken some proactive measures, which we always welcome, to stop Norlight from using this exemption. However, they've given Norlight the chance and opportunity to state their case at a public forum. Uh, in the coming month or so at the Cajos Senior Center. So we're really encouraging the city of Cajos to take the first step and saying no, Norlet, you can no longer do this practice, just like they did a few years ago with the PFAS bill, which has had now national implications with PFAS incineration policy.
0: Now, you know, you mentioned it was the so-called Bevel Amendment, which is was a federal exemption to allow, um, particularly coal plants, but also mining operations like with aggregate, which Norlite does, well under it, not have to treat the toxic uh, ash as a waste product that goes to a, you know, a, a commercial hazardous waste landfill, but instead they're able to sell it with their uh, aggregate product. What, what does Norlite say about, you know, since this exemption has ended and they've been notified by DEC and EPA? That they're no no longer qualified for, you know, why are they still not, not, uh, you know, treating the the ash uh, as a hazardous waste as legally required to do so?
1: Yes, because they make a lot of money um, using this product in uh, the the product that they sell, their aggregate. And um, if they would have to ship it away, they would have to pay enormous fees because they would start shipping this away and no longer using it in their product and making a profit off of it. And we think that this is actually a big part of their profit margins. And if you look at a Google Earth image of the facility on the south side of the plant, you could see very large piles of this stuff in open air. This is the hazardous dust that we're talking about here. Um, ash, I should say. And it's wide up in the open. And they kind of use this to create their final product, the aggregate that they sell, to places nationwide and potentially worldwide. So we're really trying to stop the main ingredient in their aggregate product, which sometimes this toxic ash accounts for 88% or more of the actual aggregate product. So, you know, sometimes Norlite builds their aggregate product as good garden filler. Well, I don't think I'd want hazardous ash in my uh, tomatoes. So, we're really just trying to get the city to act on this. Mayor Keeler to take lead with the council to prevent Norlight from doing this because we think this ash product is Norlight's bread and butter and it simply can no longer exist.
0: Now, I understand that this draft law uh, is actually based on a law that was introduced at the state legislature a number of years ago particularly by some members, John McDonald, and then Senator Breslin, who, due to reapportionment, no, actually no longer represent Cahors, so was not willing to introduce the bill. Um, there's a, a a meeting, City Council, Common Council, on the 24th of October, Tuesday. Is there going to be a public hearing? You know, Where is the bill at this point in the process? I understand a lot of the Present common council members are not going to be there after the next election. So, how does that impact upon the need to move on this quickly?
1: Yes. So you bring up a good point. It makes it a very urgent issue. Fortunately, the council does not change until January, but the next council that could potentially enter would not be really a friendly uh, lights out nor light council. You know, this this coming meeting is the council's meeting which they actually vote on legislation. I have to follow up with the city's mayor, with the city's lawyer, I should say, and make sure that the city can actually vote on this because with local law apparently needs about two weeks in front of the council in order to vote on it. So if it's not voted on this coming session, which there is public comment at every meeting, uh, it will most likely be brought up, if brought up uh, in November at their second meeting uh, for vote, uh, which would be the end of the end of November. We're really pushing hard. Lights out in our uh, today on Wednesday, October 18th, has sent over the mayor and council some supporting letters uh, about this bill and more information and to kind of, um, you know, answer any questions that they may have regarding this bill, because it's complicated. But at the core of it, uh, it really is a simple issue. And that's stopping Norlight from using this hazardous waste ash in their product.
0: has. I'm going to do a two-part question. Uh, We've got about three minutes left. So one, has Mayor Killer you know, expressed any opinion about whether or not he supports this law? And can you also give us a quick update on what's going on with the Saratoga Sites Public Housing Project, which I understand the city has now moved all the tenants out. Is the city buying that? Is that being raised? What's What's happening with that?
1: Yes. So the city of Cohoes is going to be purchasing Saratoga sites and thus responsible for the demolition of Saratoga sites. Uh, It has to be officially brought to the council by the Cohoes Housing Authority, which I imagine will be happening within the next month or so. Um, And then the city would like to, from my understanding, pursue various state and federal grants to help pay for the estimated $600,000 it will cost to actually demolish Saratoga sites. Um, My guess, because it's now been a couple years since the first initial proposal from the housing authority, that that's probably more than $600,000 now with inflation. So we shall see. But yes, that's full steam ahead. The Cohoes Housing Authority, I think, has done a phenomenal job with the relocation process. And they've been very transparent throughout the whole thing. Always answering the questions that we have and very appreciative, especially from um chairman of the board mark pascal who has always answered every question i had within a very reasonable amount of time so that process should be happening you know the, the official transfer my guess is really soon when we'll see the bulldozers come that is another question because they still need to acquire the grant money to actually demolish the sites
0: and where does the mayor stand, if if at all, on this proposed legislation to require the NORLAD to comply with law on treatment of the hazardous ash? 45 seconds.
1: Yes. Uh, the mayor right now asked a few questions at our last meeting, which were good. Um, he didn't seem so disinterested like he does with other people that come to the council meetings. So I think it's really just seeing his uh, – initial thoughts on it um i personally don't know that but lights out norlight this week will find out his initial thoughts about the bill and also um how viable it will be to pass this in the next month or so but we're very confident that we already have a few members already supportive of this we need four we think we have three right now as it stands
0: lights out norlight have a website
1: yeah lights out norlight does you just look us up on google we do have a, a little facebook page
0: City Council meeting will be on uh, Tuesday, October 24th, and we'll certainly provide an update. And this is uh, Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk
1: Magazine.